This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Can we start it like, are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay. Can we start it like um, just casual, like... Mm, this wine tastes really good. <laughs> Super casual. <Let's> talk. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Bread and Wine. This is a candid conversation between a husband and a wife about all things marriage, kids, and money while having a glass of wine. Cheers to you, darling. Cheers. Ding. 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 We're not good liars. No. Okay. Well, I said a glass of wine, but tonight we're having tea. Because <laughs> <laughs> then when it went, when it went to It the, sounded very... It sounded um, dull. Muggish. Yeah, it's like an aluminum mug. <laughs> and normally when you clink wine, it goes... Ding. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. Tea for tonight. Tea for tonight. Um, but thank you so much to the wonderful. Um, Absolutely, thank you, Rachel. Who, Rachel, yes. who got us a bottle of wine. We'll yes. definitely enjoy that next week. Absolutely, we'll Rachel. Do another shout out. Um, was very nice uh, for doing that, and then she wrote this nice note. Nice note to you. Thank you, Nicole, for sharing your personal experience on depression. Your honesty is helping many people. My husband and I love your podcast, Andy, and thank you for the work you do. Rachel, I really love words of affirmation. Nicole is going like this. Oh, I'm so thankful for for comments and reviews like that. And that really does keep me going. Mm -hmm. But it also makes me just cringe because it's hard for me to be. um, I don't know. It's hard for me to get that acknowledgement. Like it's easy for me to talk on the microphone because I'm not seeing anybody's faces. And then when I get that feedback, it's like seeing some faces looking through me. Yeah, they're like and real I'm people like, in this room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there are actually real people. Um, but I appreciate it so much and it does make me want to keep going because without any of that, <clears throat> I probably would just be like, who am I? Like, what am I doing this for? Absolutely. So, Rachel, thank you thank very you. much. And thank you to uh, many, many, many other people who reached out as well um, based on the episode. So um, it, it was very encouraging. Yeah. Sorry for the downer, guys, but it real i uh i think i'm a realist you're a realist you're a realist (laughs) i'm not a pessimist i'm a realist that's right there's a big difference (laughs) so what do you want to talk about today um with our tea well i want to talk about empathy and about um well specifically it's come up for us with our kids yes and sometimes it can be hard to tell where the line is between empathy and just enabling bad behavior yeah yeah (laughs) And so I kind of wanted to explore that. That's cool. What's the opposite of empathy? Uh, dictatorship? I don't know. <clears throat> like uh, just authoritarian. So if I'm not empathetic, mm-hmm. I am... Apathetic? Like you don't care? I don't care at all. At all? Hmm, yeah. So the M is like emotion and then I don't know. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to, like the, trying to find the opposite so we know where the... The, the the lines lie, right? But like in in parenting, parenting, yeah. Um, apath. I mean, empathetic mm-hmm. 
the empathetic approach is opposite to the just authoritarian do what I say. Okay, there you go. Because that's what I said. Because that's because I'm the I'm yeah. the parent and that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Because I said so. Because I said so. Yeah. Yeah. So um, while you and I grew up, um, I don't know. Maybe we're sort of in the middle of the 1950s parenting and and 2022 parenting. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe we grew up with more closer to the author- authoritarian side. Um, mm. Or not. I don't know. I don't think I did, really. I can't see your no. mom anyway, having that approach at all. Anyway, let's um, say let's say we're the pendulum... While it used to be on the in the 1940s and 50s on the authoritarian side, it's definitely swung quite a bit towards the empathetic side here in yeah. 2022, right? So yeah. you'd agree with that? I do agree okay. with that. Uh, and I find myself wondering if if it's if it's the right approach, yeah, the right swing. or are we just are we just like kind of enabling like bratty behavior? Yeah, and there's no consequences. Mm-hmm. I know I know my heart tells me that being empathetic feels right. Yes, but sometimes my brain, seeing kids, even my kids, mm-hmm. have these like meltdowns. Yeah, and like not having like feeling like I have control over it, or not feeling like um, there's they're really like getting you know, punished for it. Sure. Like, Cause sometimes you do like you kind of, there's that like knee jerk reaction where, you know, you, you see bad behavior and you're like, I just, I just want that person to get yelled at right now. Right. I just want somebody to put them in their place. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think of like the army or whatever. Like it's like if the army ran on empathy, like, <laughs> how would that go? Oh my god! Do you know what I mean? I can't even imagine. Like, yeah. And I'm sure the army's even changed over the past, whatever, 50 to 100 years. And maybe it's swung a little bit more towards like, I don't know, maybe not empathy, but I'm just thinking like, okay, well, it's not a, it's a, it's a court organization. It works, you know, the army works, right? right? Um, yeah. And it's like, more authoritarian. Yeah. yeah. Like just so whip them into shape. It's not shape. like it's a bad place. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's, you know, there's bad things that could happen in any place. I'm sure there's bad things that have happened in the army, but do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's like one way is the bad way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I guess we're talking about children and parenting versus a grown adults in the army. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm, I'm wondering, like, can we go too far with empathy? So maybe we well, should talk about let's that. Let's give the example. Yeah. Like, okay. Cause there's a specific example that happened this week that mm-hmm. kind of brought this up. Um, so our son, Calvin, um, has, he, he just can literally wake up on the wrong side of yeah. the bed. Like there could be nothing, mm-hmm. nothing that like makes any sense that would make him be ornery, mm-hmm. um, or be in a bad mood. And yet from the moment he wakes up, everything is just yeah. awful. Depends. You know, yeah. there's something in my eye mm-hmm. or like, you know, I don't want to brush my teeth and everything is stomping and slamming doors. And like, just everything is just angry mad mm-hmm. boy yeah. um and so like your approach um you know i think i i've, I've <laughs> depends been on like, what time of day my approach <laughs> yeah, i guess but like okay so for the last he's seven years old now mm-hmm. and i've pretty much done most of the morning routine mm-hmm. for that seven years yes. and i've tried a lot of different approaches i've tried hand holding you know brushing my teeth with him. I've tried bribing. I've tried all kinds of things, but I haven't had anything that's had like 
success all of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I recently, I think I've kind of just gotten to the point where I'm like, I'm, I can't feed into it anymore. Yeah. I'm so done mm-hmm. that I'm just going to walk away. So when he's having those moments, I'll walk away. I'll go downstairs and start making helping you make breakfast or whatever it is. And then lo and behold, he is still laying in still bed when it's bed, time yeah. to walk out the door. Yeah. So I think it was like a couple of weeks ago that you mm-hmm. were like, I think I need to spend the mornings with him now. And I'm like, have at it. Have at it, pal. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make toast. <laughs> yes, exactly. It was getting kind of cushy down there. Like my, my contribution yeah. was like, oh, actually, they, they like all the lunches. I don't really have to pack the lunch. Yeah. I would like kind of finish some podcasts and pull the car out. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm doing a lot. <laughs> now I would make breakfast. Anyway, yeah, yeah. We, we tried to we so, so we, we try to split duty. up the morning duty. You're on bagel. I'm a, I'm you're on bagel, bagel duty, and you're on everything else. I'm on everything else, and yeah. I've been loving it. Um, anyway, yeah. but you've been doing a really good job, and I I think it's because you've been spending a lot of time being empathetic to him. Yeah, and doing a lot of hand holding. Yeah. And my concern is, even though it's working and mm-hmm. it's making the mornings go great, but my concern is, are we just enabling this, like, bad behavior of um, yeah. needing to have somebody, you know, coddle him the whole, so, throughout the whole process? So, for me, I think that my mind uh, gets a little used to how mature Zoe is. And I, I, I give him a harder time, I think. And, and forget that he's only seven years old. So when I'm feeling calm and relaxed, I say, okay, he's seven. He hates school. He doesn't want to go to bed, whatever. You know, and he's got the, his brain doesn't help him to realize that these are just things that we have to do as humans. Um, what, what, what does he want? He just wants more of our time and more of our attention. Now, ultimately, that takes more time and attention away from you and I and me and Zoe, but... Uh, the alternative, as we've seen, is pretty brutal, you know, of screaming, slamming, you know, uh, and, and eventually not, get, not getting out of bed. So I don't know. I feel like I feel like I can combine sort of an empathetic time based approach with, hey, get out of bed. Um, and I know you don't want to go to school, but you got to go to school. So. I'm giving him my time, but I think I'm sort of combining an author- authoritarian slash empathetic um, approach so to parenting. What are, I mean, what are we going to do when you travel for work yeah. and it's me by myself and I can't do that hand-holding? Yeah. Are we setting ourselves up with, like, expectations that we can't always fulfill? I don't know. I just worry, like, about the whole enabling thing. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, I don't know. I feel like... I feel like we expect a lot more out of him because of Zoe, because of how mature she is. I just don't think he's there yet. Hmm. Like we got a we got a ten year old daughter who's doing her own laundry. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. so it's a it's a tough <laughs> act to follow, I guess, for a little boy who's still, you know, like screaming and slamming mm-hmm. stuff and punching stuff for entertainment. So, so I think about myself when I was younger. And I think about like when I would have these, you know, little like hissy fits Yeah. and, um, when people would, you know, give me a lot of attention for it. Um, now I don't specifically remember sitting there telling myself, 
I'm getting a lot of attention. Therefore, I'm going to keep being mad. Mm -hmm. But I sure do remember not getting over it until I was left alone. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. So I don't know. I just wonder, like... Well, the leaving alone thing, I think, is works. Um, but when there's like a deadline or we got to be somewhere, then what? Mm-hmm. Whether it's basketball or school. Mm-hmm. And I, it, that, this is partly me, how I grew up. Like, I'm all about punctuality. And mm-hmm. like, I don't like being late for things. I think I, I got that as a, you know, growing up. Mm-hmm. We're not late. We don't show up late. Um, and so when my son said, I must really bed, drive you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I've gotten used to it. <laughs> Like, like a lot of things, I've found some sort of middle ground between how I used to be and <laughs> how you used to be, <laughs> right? No, in marriages, we just sort of like yeah. become like a medium mush of mm-hmm. what we used to be. <laughs> Remember when you like didn't know that you needed to wipe down the top of your, um, the, what, what <laughs> where am I going about? with this? Wipe the, down what? The top of your stove. <laughs> we gonna- <laughs> Top of my stomach. Oh, like in Royal Oak? Uh-huh. Okay. Like, you'd like, everything else would kind of be clean and then, for a dude's house. And then, uh-huh. like, the, the stove would just be like, I mean, like spaghetti sauce. Like, like just <laughs> totally splattered all over. And I'm like, whoa. Do you not see that? Yeah. So now I think I gave you more of a critical oh, eye with that. I have, uh, I've definitely upped my cleaning game since you and I got married. <laughs> you've, you've definitely had a very good influence on me there. All right, we totally went off on a tangent. That's okay. Where were we? So we've, you've, yeah, I've made you less cringy about being late, but it's still not a great quality. I know. Okay, but so that makes it's also you not a great more... quality to like yell at your kids because they're like one minute late in the morning <laughs> either. So. <laughs> To your, to mm-hmm. our, to my, to your point. <laughs> um, yeah, there's gotta be a middle ground. Like sometimes I calm myself down in the car. I'm just like, what's the worst that happens? They're one minute late for second grade mm-hmm. or whatever, you know? <laughs> but also it's like, well, it's a skill in life to be mm-hmm. punctual. I think people appreciate that. And yeah. You know, now, could so. you, do you remember before you became a parent, like, did you ever give any thought to like, what kind of, how you would be as a parent? No, like, not at all. Do you, can you re- recall <laughs> any times where you were either at the grocery store or here or there or whatever, and like a kid was behaving badly and you oh yeah ever like judged or thought oh, like, yeah. oh I would never do that? Or sure. Oh, know. especially in my, like, I feel like the, 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 I, I know I'm going to be a better parent than these people kind of thing. I, mean, I feel like a, that came out in like my teenage years okay, or but my in 20s. In general, I know you felt that way, but do you uh-huh. have a specific example that you can remember? Oh, I remember about, about behavior like that. Yeah. Like a, a specific moment where you saw some behavior in you. What, no. what happened? And well, um, I mean, I mean, there was times where my brothers or my brother or my sister would be you know, their, their kids would be in a bad mood or something like that. And, but I don't remember any specific times where I would, uh, have, have had an opinion mm-hmm. based on how they were parenting. No, you have a much more clear memory of past events <laughs> than I do, but generally I've seen kids at the grocery store or whatever, like mm-hmm. having a hissy fit being, and I'm sure I was like, oh, my kid's never going to do that mm-hmm. or whatever. I'll show him. Mm-hmm. We'll drag him right out of the store. 
Right. You know, but then it's like, well, what if you have to like get groceries and that's why you came there? (laughs) (laughs) Um, (coughs) I can remember like a time when I was at a wedding and, um, and my, my stepmom who is like such a, she's a, such a caring, wonderful, calm person. Mm -hmm. Um, she was caring and calm and kind and empathetic towards my stepbrother. Mm-hmm. And my stepbrother at the time was kind of like, I don't know, like I, I remember him maybe being the only child at the wedding. So, um, you know, he didn't have anybody to play with or anything. And it was a like a, an yeah. adult dinner. Totally. Um, and I remember, but I remember him doing some kind of like, things that were like disruptive like he Mm -hmm. was like getting under the table and like you know maybe like playing with like a rubber ball and like bouncing it on like Mm -hmm. places and I was like not used to that and Mm -hmm. you know kind of wanting her to like put her foot down Mm -hmm. and like get him in get get him in line you know get him to stop doing that um it wasn't my place to do it but like I remember like feeling really like anxious about it and like wanting her to like yeah like not yell at him, but mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, grab him by the ear and tell him yeah. to stop behaving poorly, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. Um, and like thinking back now, that just seems so silly. It's like, he's not an adult. Like I do, yeah. put, I do put myself in his shoes mm-hmm. and he's at a boring you know, event and he had yeah. nobody to talk to. We only knew his mom. And, and like, you know what? Her him and his mom have an, a wonderful relationship yeah. to this day. Mm-hmm. So it does get me thinking that even though it kind of feels like my brain was telling me, like, I want, I want her to have control over him and yeah. get him to stop this behavior. Mm-hmm. My heart tells me that what, she did was, uh, you know, kind yeah. and, yep. and he didn't, he wasn't hurting anything. And mm-hmm. you know what? She was giving him, yeah. um, I don't know, maybe, maybe there's some, something in between, but I, I look at like, again, their relationship now. And I think like what she did was well a good parenting technique. Maybe what we're <laughs> coming to is that empathy takes a little bit more time mm-hmm. and it takes a lot more of your attention away from other things that are, could be important in your life. Uh, Long term, that's probably great. If you're pressed for time and you need to get stuff done and you got somewhere to be, authoritarian helps a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But if what we're trying to do with all of this life planning, designing thing that you and I are trying to do, control more of our time, control more of our money. Shouldn't we try to create more time so that we don't have to have more issues? What do you mean create more time? Well, I mean, if, if, if working with Calvin to get where we need to go or do what we need to do just requires more attention and time. Mm -hmm. And in the long run, that nets a great relationship as, mm-hmm. as is described with your stepbrother and Karen, mm-hmm. then isn't it worth it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe one of the key takeaways is like, there's a difference between your short-term results and your long-term results. Yes. Like my, sometimes my knee jerk <clears throat> reaction is to get that short-term result. And I just want to like, yep slap their hand or mm-hmm. tell them to stop yep. what they're just, you know, yell sure. or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's not going to yield the long-term results that I want. So when do we need to use more authoritarian, authori- 
Tarian. Well, I can't even think of the word. I mean, I don't know. It's interesting because sometimes like an emergency I feel like situation. Like I can't empathize if the house is on fire. Right. <laughs> I remember reading that book. Mm-hmm. I forget what it's called. Uh, um, Happy parent. Happy life or something. Something know. about like stop yelling and yeah, yeah, start, start, start yeah, stop yelling and start something. connecting. <laughs> but I just remember reading it as a young parent with mm-hmm. little little kids that mm-hmm. they don't always listen to you. Um, I'm like, well, I had this sort of uh, neg- um, negative guy in my head being like, well, I'm not going to empathize with my daughter if she picks up a knife and mm-hmm. she's about to like stab herself with it, you know? Right. <laughs> and so I don't know. Maybe there's what did you did you remember like reading the book and yeah. being like I remember judging it as I mm-hmm. went through it but mm-hmm. then ultimately being like yeah <laughs> it makes sense mm-hmm. empathy is better in the long run yeah like I think that's when you and I stopped doing timeouts and yeah like I remember my cousin telling me about this book and being like actually timeout they don't recommend that and I'm like what do you mean I'm like yeah. timeouts sound great like you're not hurting your child you're yes. like oh god how how granola is this right. book that they're saying even timeouts are bad and yeah. actually as i was reading it mm-hmm. all of the medical information that they mm-hmm. provided about the just kind of the reactions that people have about and like what can go on in the brain when when you're separated at a time when you're at high um, stress yeah and yeah. just kind of how like all of the repercussions of being left alone mm-hmm. um and then i kind of I, I started to come around and be like all right i can kind of actually see how timeouts could be bad yeah. um or or not bad but like they are there's a better way sure better way yeah um <clears throat> and also but, just like as they get older physically putting them in timeout won't always work you right know, it's like oh this boy's actually bigger than me now mm-hmm. or <laughs> however Here's what I remember happening, like, mm-hmm. when we first started doing, like, more empathetic parenting. Um, I remember it working a few times, and then in certain situations, it would work. Uh, I, I'm sorry, in certain situations, it did not work, mm-hmm. and it actually created more of a meltdown. Mm. Like, it was like, you know, I would, okay, so... So one, they would get upset. One of the children would get upset. So I would, you know, try to do the lean in instead of time out, time in. Mm-hmm. Um, go sit next to them. And then so that would prompt then, you know, maybe Calvin at the time would like then push me away or purposely, very purposely get up and move to another area and mm. then or get up and slam the door, you know. And so it was like the more I tried to like be empathetic or ask questions or rub his back and tell him everything was going to be okay. Um, the more he would use that as an opportunity to show me how mad he was. And mm. it would like almost escalate. Interesting. And so, you know, I mean, sometimes, and then he would like, do you remember when he would, would kick the back of the seat in the car? Yeah. Oh yeah. And it would be like, you know, at that point you're driving, mm-hmm. you're trying to say yeah. like comforting things like, buddy, I know what's going on in your head. Like, mm-hmm. I know. And yeah. it's okay that you're upset. Right. And he would just be kicking the back of the seat. So that's and a good example. Yeah. All that would work mm-hmm. was yelling at him Shut and scaring stop. him. Totally. Yep. yep. Do you remember that? I do. It was like, we literally would try like 12 different yes. things, but like. I do. Our hands were literally tied to the steering wheel. You can't, I mean. Yeah, yeah you, and it's a dangerous situation yeah. for you to be yelling and not paying attention so, to the road. Okay. Well, I think we're getting to something here then. The authoritarian thing. You got to pull did. it out sometimes. You do. 
Actually, this reminds me of some great parenting advice we've gotten from your your sister and her husband. uh, That's like, in order to keep them in line, every once in a while, just lose your shit. (laughs) Right. Just so that they see that you can. Yeah. That's a very, but you can't do it all the time. Yes. Because. It's like a comedy skit where they swear (laughs) the entire time, so it loses its flavor. But if they swear like one or two times. Right. they did they, they punch yeah. line right there yeah, you can't do it like enough to for them yes. to be desensitized to it but if you if you you know and then you can't never do it right then they'll just walk all over you okay so there has to be like so we're 90 percent empathy 10 percent yeah. like i'm like scared of crap out of yeah you. like if you, you don't you don't yeah, know you how must. crazy this right. is <laughs> Well, I feel like we kind of do that, don't we? I mean, there's some, I could think of some times where I lost my, yeah, like when we were up at treetops and he like wouldn't get out of my face and kept on splashing me and like, I want to try to talk to you. And then I just like, forget it, splashed waters right in his eyes. So I was like, sort of like bullied my own son, but I sort of wanted him to realize what I say, you have to stop over and over again. You gave him plenty gets of... I gave him, like, 45 warnings. Warnings. Very like, empath- uh, like, From empathetic to all the way to, like, hey, you're going to have to stop. Like You're poking I, the bear. I, I am losing my patience. Yes. Like, lots of, yeah, yeah lots of communicating about <laughs> you are about to get final thing was splash. a splash of water in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't be laughing. No, it was pretty funny. Actually. It was kind of funny. I don't mind. Um, but see what I mean? That's my, yes. that's our lizard brains oh, being like, being like, eh, he deserves okay, it. Okay, well, it, well, kind of does But okay, my more evolved brain says like, okay, well, he's just a little boy. I know. And all he wants is your attention. He thinks very highly of you and wants all of your attention 100% of the time. But I have a wife. Mm-hmm. And I want to give her most of my attention. And right. I have a daughter. And I don't want her to feel left out from getting attention because she's very mature. That's unfair for her. And her and right. I have talked about that, too. She's like, I feel like, I feel like I, since I'm t- doing a good job, I get less attention. Right. Which is not cool, know. you know? Right. So. Like, uh, because she actually goes yeah. to her bed at night yep. when we tell her to. Yep. And Calvin does not. Mm-hmm. He comes into our bed yep. and then I'll look, you know, a million times back mm-hmm. and forth. But so that might turn into Zoe, her her rebelling as a preteen or whatever to get yeah. more attention. So we got like, I got to think about that. She gets less snuggles at night yep. because she's following the rules and going to her bed. Exactly. It's not really fair. All right. Well, let's do some takeaways. I think <sighs> okay. we've come to some good conclusions here. I think yeah. this last section here really helped me. I did say one earlier, but now oh. I can't remember well, what it was. Well, you know, we'll just do it again. <laughs> okay. Um. Do you want to start? Or sure. do you want me to start? Um, so I will say my first key takeaway is, well, we never really, actually, we never broached the subject of when does it become enabling. But mm. um, I guess I'll, I'll, my key takeaway. Maybe it's 100%. Hmm? You know, because we were saying like 90, 90%, 10%, you know, maybe it's 100%, 100% enabling. It's 100% empathy gets. Gets some enabling. Gets yeah. Some enabling, you maybe. know what? I think you're right. Yeah. But 90% is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then save that 10% for just going batshit crazy yeah. when you need to. <laughs> That's right. To show them that you can lose your temper. Yes. That's I important. Like that. That's good. That's a very good point. Um, that is my key takeaway. <laughs> okay. So key takeaway number two for me is uh, I just have to constantly remind myself um, as I get frustrated that my son is seven years old and he's not his brain isn't fully evolved 
and it's going to take some time. And at the end of the day, like with your story of your stepbrother, like just wants our attention. Yeah. And he's young and he doesn't know how to express that. Okay. So basically your key takeaway number two is be empathetic. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> really do put yourself in that. I'm trying to. Person's I'm, shoes uh, and, and, I, and realize I'm not always this calm as I am right now. Yeah. Um, I've, I've adopted a meditation app to really help me be a better parent too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm on a roll with it and it's really great, but it helps me to just, because taking a breath and relaxing helps you to center yourself and, and get more to that evolved brain than the lizard brain. <laughs> yeah. And I will say when we have done that, mm-hmm. um, the empathetic approach, yeah. like we've actually uncovered some like Usually the the reason for the behavior does stem from something. Yeah. And it's usually not just like them wanting to be little brats. Mm-hmm. Like there was a time when Zoe was, you were packing for work and you were kind mm-hmm. of stressed about it yeah. um, because you were running late mm-hmm. or you just wanted to get it done or whatever it was. And she was, she kept taking like your, your clothes out of your bag yeah. and running away with it. And one might be like, oh, my God, she is just trying to make this difficult for me because she is being bratty. Mm -hmm. Um, But then through talking to her about it, instead of just being like, give that back to me. You know, I I remember you being really like kind to her about it and like talking to her about it. And I mean, she was only like five at the Mm -hmm. time. But lo and behold, she with her own cute little baby words said I just don't want you to go. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't because she was trying to make it difficult for you yeah. on purpose. She was making it difficult for you because she loves you and yep. didn't want you to leave. Mm-hmm. So whereas like, I think like I was starting to be like ready to like yell at her and mm-hmm. just be like, put it back in dad's suitcase. Like yeah. stop that. Um, and then I'm so glad that I didn't have that reaction because like, that would yeah. have crushed her little heart. She yeah, probably absolutely. would have been like, fine, I'm going to put it back you. and then go cry. Yeah. Like, but yeah. So anyway. Well, I'm so glad. I don't remember that at all. No, I totally remember I'm so remember glad that. you have such a good memory. And I was like, glad that <laughs> the story didn't end with me yelling at her. No, it was the opposite. <laughs> I was like, oh, did I get all pissed at her? It was her me because... wanting to yell. And then you being like, no, let me talk Uh-oh. to her. And then, yeah. and then this like beautiful little confession coming out of it mm-hmm. and a realization that like, Oh, yeah, she's not, like, being bratty or manipulative. Yeah. She literally is doing this out of kindness and love, and that's that's how she, that's the only, that's the way it comes out from a child from a child like they don't they don't know how to like communicate that (laughs) (laughs) it comes out in naughty behavior it does yeah they just want your attention absolutely Uh, do you have a three (sighs) um my third let's see we already talked about um we already talked about empathy not being bad but not doing it all the time Mm -hmm. Well, I think if I could just re okay, so let's just re reconfigure yeah, I mean, the three. The there's first no authoritarian science to this, so you could repeat it again. I don't. I <laughs> Wait, think people no, would like because it because I think it's like <laughs> there are three, but I think we may have lumped them. Okay, so the first mm-hmm. one being okay. um, that empathy is a good approach, mm-hmm. um, and that but but not a hundred percent, maybe ninety percent, yep, and then can I go guess too far, yep. yours is 
reminding yourself reminding of the person's myself, capabilities yeah. uh-huh. and their brain capabilities. Yeah. And then the third is um, like, don't forget to like, you know, give, give warnings, but yes. it's okay to lose your cool. Because I do think that a shows that you're human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you got limits. B it's reality. Yeah. I mean, it's limits and, we can't always be empathetic all of the time. Otherwise, we will not fulfill our own needs yes. of, like, you and I wanting to talk to so each other. So true. So true. Um, Yeah. And I think it also, like, it shows our kids that, like, hey, when they lose their cool, like, don't feel that bad about it. We are all human. Like, yep. mom and dad do it, too, and we're grown adults. Mm-hmm. So I think it, like, almost gives them, you know, it shows them that it's normal. And with that, I think there's been times where I do lose my cool and I end up feeling bad about it. Mm-hmm. And I will go and I'll talk to him and I'll apologize or talk to Zoe, you know, when she was younger. And I think it's important for them to see that we're, that we're fallible as well, that we mm-hmm. can make mistakes and we, we apologize. But show and, them how to deal with the them, repercussions. Exactly. Yeah. And show them how to do it. And maybe they, right. they maybe they, when they make mistakes in the future, then they know how to apologize and they know how to have conversations with people right. because we all make mistakes. We're all, we're human. Yeah. We're human. Yeah. So cool. Ooh. All right. Good chat. Good chat. All right. How about a uh, movie night? Yeah. Everybody, thank you for hanging out with us and uh, having this conversation about, <laughs> Is uh, is empathy dead in parenting? I don't know. I'll come up with a cool title. Um, but <laughs> Wait, yeah, em- empathy or enabling. Empathy or enabling. That's right. Um, if you have any ideas for us to uh, to do for episodes, you can contact us at uh, what is the website? Uh, you can go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash voicemail. That would be cool because we could like, read it or listen to it. And then um, also you could just shoot me a note on social media at Andy Hill MKM. That's at Andy Hill MKM. And thank you again for all the beautiful notes and words of affirmation from last week. We really appreciate it. Keep that positive and real commentary coming as a realist over there. Look at me at the couch. Uh, and we will uh, we'll hang out with you all soon. Appreciate it. Bye. Bye-bye.